News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Clubs are likely to see their opening hours extended to 6am. You can serve drink till 5am and uh, dance until 6am. This is under new plans being brought to Cabinet by the Justice Minister, Helen McEntee. It's a change to the licensing laws uh, as well as the change to nightclubs. Pubs will now be able to stay open seven days a week till 12.30am. Uh, at the moment, it's 11 on Sunday closing time and Monday to Thursday, it is 11.30. Now it'll be across the week, it'll be 12 Jonathan, we were speaking about this in the last hour. You you have reservations about this. Mm, but look, the, the licensing laws are archaic. We know that. They needed reform and have desperately done so for years. We got rid of Good Friday. We got rid of Holy Hour. Um, Michael McDowell tried to introduce a, a, a bistro outdoor culture that COVID finally introduced there about two years ago. But the concern that I have is if you leave nightclubs open until six o'clock in the morning, you will end up with an inevitable clash with another section of the economy. People who are making deliveries, people who go to work early, like coming in as myself and Shane and the team on News Talk Breakfast did this morning. It, it's not ideal to try and conduct business while people are falling out at nightclubs. While those young but people are, are out enjoying themselves. I'm sure they are, but at the same time, it's it's, it's, it's very it's, old, it's, Jonathan. I, well, I am very old. To be fair, both of us, middle-aged men, it's like bald men fighting over a comb, having a discussion about nightclubs. But I'm looking at it from the perspective of other businesses. But then you have to factor in, there's not as many nightclubs left as there used to be before. Who's going to do this? Are they going to have to pay an, an inordinate amount of insurance to keep it open? I'm sure it's lovely in theory, but in practice, is it actually going to happen? Well, I, I'm sure some people will, uh, some, some places will open. And I think we've got to trust people uh, to be adults. And I, I think that the, the, the licensing laws, as was or as is at the moment, are overly restrictive. Telling people you can't have a pint after 11 o'clock on a Sunday or 11.30 on a Thursday night, I think is over the top. And a little bit, I hate using the term nanny state, but it is a little nanny status. Uh, and uh, I, I agree with you about nightclubs. I haven't been in one since the 28th of March, 1998. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a distinct memory. Clearly I, something happened on that date. I was at a stag in Glasgow. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> I looked up the date because I remembered the match we went to. We went to a Celtic game and I vowed never again. But look, if people want to go out and dance till six in the morning, what is the, what's the difficulty with that, Jonathan? I don't but, see but the problem. I, th- th- there is no difficulty with it. But if everybody comes out, if, if two or three nightclubs spill out at the same time, um, that always causes a problem. That's what's traditionally caused problems. If all the pubs close at half twelve, you've got an issue that everybody comes out and they they are they're in the queue for chips and they have fights. I've heard a staggered argument before. Uh, I'm not sure how you manage a, star- a staggered argument, but anyway, look. Let us know what you think. Five three one zero oh, five two one zero six at a cost of thirty cent. Let's bring in Sonny the Sharp, spokesperson from the Give Us the Night campaign. It would seem the government is about to give you the night, Sonny. Yeah, they're going to give us part of the night, most of the night, you know. I'd ah, say 6, 6 a.m. That's the pretty much all the night. It's most of the night. It's most of the night as we're used to here anyway. I mean, we had slightly later opening back in the day and certainly going back to the days of, of Leeson Street and, and, and that era. Uh, but we haven't had late nights in Ireland in the best part of two decades now, really, you know. And, you know, the changes that are being reported so far, they do seem... A little bit safe versus what they could be, but it's definitely a step in the right direction. Why do you, say, sa- why do you say safe? A moderate enough reform overall. Uh, but say- any reform is positive at the moment, and we are thankful yeah. that people will be able to... Why do you say safe? Sorry, so, so, why do you say safe? 
um, because they could they could go later than that again. Also, there are elements of this. Seven in the yeah, morning, easy. Sorry, I'm just curious. Sorry to cut across you, but like when you say late, I mean, are you talking about nightclubs being open until nine a.m. in the morning, or is that? Is yeah, that yeah, yeah. I've come out of nightclubs over the last few weekends in. Amsterdam, in Berlin, in Athens, and and in each case that those nightclubs either went till nine or ten a.m. or or had the ability to to or, or chose to to run later. So the idea that you would have curfews in the first place, it's you know it's a thing in some countries. In most others at the moment, uh, tried it in the UK. The twenty four ability to go to what time they choose. Twenty twenty four. Sorry, Sunil, if I could just ask a question. Twenty four hours in the UK, they tried a twenty four hour drinking. It didn't work. It was messy, and who, they, they but they backed who off. Who says it didn't? It, well, <laughs> you you need to get your you need to kind of get some of this right as well. Who said it didn't work? First of all, what it did the was... The government, and they backed do, away from Do you it. know how many people uh, took that up? Do you know how many people actually availed of a 24-hour licence? Approximately 5% of all licence holders, the majority of which are off licences. So it's a tiny percentage of uh, uh, pubs, and even a smaller percentage, even less than 1% of late-night venues and nightclubs who actually availed... Does that not confirm the licensing. point that it didn't work? 24-hour licensing means a blank canvas and that you get to choose your own times that suit you as a business and your patrons. That's all that that is. And the point I'm making is that by having curfews, which we still want to do here, which is fine, like I said, it's positive, it's a step in the right direction. Overall, it's a moderate change. It's not everything that it could be, but we welcome it at this point. Okay, bear with us for uh, Sunil. I want to bring in Dr. Garrett McGovern, GP specialising in addiction medicine and med- uh, med- medical director of the Prior- uh, Priority Medical Clinic in Dundrum. Uh, Garrett, what's your take on these proposals? Well, look, I mean, there's two two sides to this um uh, you know, there's. I, I understand absolutely what's happened over the last few years in relation to the the entertainment industry in this uh, hospitality industry in this country, and I I, I can understand that. Um, you know, this will come down to money. Um, I know people will will say, "Oh no, it's it's practical and it's right." I can only look at it from, I suppose, a health point of view, and I just think. We drink too much in this country as it is. We've already got enough problems as it is. And I know people will say, well, I would say that because of the profession I'm in. Uh, I have no problem with nightclubs staying open until 6 in the morning or 8 in the morning. But there are going to be a lot of people drinking till 6 in the morning. Um, and I, I, I probably have a problem with that. And I know people will say, well, is this the granny state, as you said, um, at the top of the piece? Um, but I I'd largely think we, we kind of need to make inroads into our consumption in this country and this is going in the opposite direction. So on, on balance, you'd think not the right move? I don't think so. I mean, I, 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 I don't know what the international evidence is in relation to it, but I would imagine it will, it will mean more drinking and probably at the wrong time. I mean, most people who drink till six in the morning are going to be drinking well over what they should be drinking. Now, a lot of people will say, so what? We see the out, we see the impact of that, unfortunately, and hospitals see the impact of that. There's a huge, huge problem with alcohol in this country. A lot of people don't realise that culturally we have a huge problem with alcohol, and this is just feeding into that. In my, in my view, 
Okay, um, uh, lots of text coming through. This great call, nonsensical point about nightclubs spilling out at the same time at 5am or 6am. By, by that time, the crowd is split and most people have gone home already. But another listener says, how can we be discussing Ireland's issue with alcohol and at the same time be considering opening pubs at 10.30am and serving alcohol till 5am? Surely this is a recipe for disaster for our problem in drinking culture. By the way, I do drink and I'm not anti-drinking. Uh, Sunil, if you're still there, do you understand that those concerns uh, as expressed by Gareth there about the the amount we absolutely. drink in this country of course absolutely and i mean it will be it's a cult there's a cult there's a number of cultural shifts that are going to occur as this as this change comes in um i think venues are going to have new responsibilities i think they have to accept that there will be some people that will come in earlier in the night and stay till later in the night it's our view that those people will be in a small minority, generally what people want, and it's one of the reasons why people are swerving Irish nightlife, is they want to be able to go out at a certain time and choose the time that they socialise between. So I think you'll have more people that may go out at 1 or 2 a.m. and then decide to stay to a club till 5 or 6 a.m. I think at the moment what's being proposed is that alcohol will be served till 5 a.m. And then I'd like traditionally that drinking uptime maybe to be known as dancing uptime. You know, we've spoken about this in the campaign and we like the idea that there's a prolonged time there at the, the end where people can just concentrate on the on, on the dancing side of, of, of the night. Um, I mean, I do think venues will need to undertake uh, mandatory training on patron safety and vulnerability and there should be a big emphasis on club health in general. Okay. Uh, free water as well should also be leg- legislated for in our view too. So, I mean, there's, there, there are people that are working on this. I'd like to think that, the, you know, we turned the corner in terms of harm reduction as well in this country. So I think we're moving in a more progressive direction in that regard, um, but in relation to what Garrett's saying about A&E services, that is a, a site that many of us don't see, and it's definitely not something that we're overlooking either. All and right. I think, let, let me bring, uh, bring, bring Garrett you know, back in there. Um, Garrett, are, are you reassured by that, or, or, or do you feel that like this is just going to lead to more drinking, bottom line? Yeah, I mean, Sunil's read a, a very good point, and, and, and that is, is we, we don't, we, we still serve, and this is across the board, and this is at any time, this is not specific to this issue of um, changing licensing laws, we do still serve to people who are intoxicated in this country and have done for many, many years. I think we need to tighten that up, whether it's by the um, legally or whatever it is. It's, it's just wrong to continue to give someone who is drinking far too much more alcohol. And we do it an awful lot up and down this country every weekend, and we shouldn't do it. Um, and I'm, I am encouraged by that because... That sort of, um, we, you know, in, in other countries they call it nightclub health or, or, or whatever. We need to we need to really, really train staff. I, I am certainly encouraged by that. But I just think serving alcohol to five, I have huge reservations about that, I must say. Okay, all right, we will leave it there. Uh, Dr. Garrett McGovern, GP specialising in addiction medicine, uh, a medical director of the Priority Medical Clinic in Dundrum. Sunil Sharp, spokesperson from the Give Us Tonight campaign. Thanks to both of you for joining us on News Talk Breakfast. Let us know what you think. Good move, bad move, 52106 at a cost of. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.